So the big question is this, how do most agents who don't have access to the secrets that the top agents hoard to themselves grow and prosper in today's real estate environment? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Pat Hyben, and welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. And now, for the review of the day. I love listening to your podcast and all the creative ideas. Thanks, Jaime Ponce. This is from a review on Real Estate Rockstars on Facebook. So if you guys haven't been on Facebook and reviewed it, that's a great place to do it as well as on iTunes. Thank you, Jaime. Keep the comments coming, guys. I love them. And remember, I eat feedback for breakfast. So give me a one-star review if you want. Or a five-star review if you want. I don't care. And the more reviews we get, the better guests we get. So please, subscribe first and then leave us a review or wherever you're listening. Okay, Rockstar Nation, we have a great guest today. I got Mr. Brandon Mulrennan on the line. And uh, Brandon's story has been uh, making its way uh, across many social circles in the real estate business about what he's doing, what he's coaching other agents to do, and uh, how to basically take a proven track record and and duplicate it elsewhere. And I figured, let's get him on the show so you guys can listen for free and find out what his proven track record is and and write down how you can duplicate it if you want to use it to make a lot more money selling real estate. So without further ado, Brandon, welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. Appreciate being here, man. I'm uh, honored to be on your show. I've actually, you uh, believe it or not, I've been following you for a long time, read your books, listened to a lot of stuff you've done. And so thank you for all that you do for the industry. Hey, you're welcome. What, why don't you uh, give everybody a little rundown on yourself, Brandon, so they can get to know you better. Absolutely. So um, been in the business for about 12 years. Half of that time, Pat, was spent in the mortgage business. Uh, as a mortgage banker, loan officer, call it what you will. And now for the past six and a half years has been spent in the real estate sales side of, of things. Started, got my license, been with, been with the KW system the entire time. My first year selling, I've got my numbers here, 116 homes for uh, about 23 million. And now I've grown a team and, and really, really found a system on how we can help people get into the industry and be successful very quickly and really help to lower this, uh, this failure rate that I think so much of the time is so high. And so I think uh, I'm really excited to share that with the audience today. Yeah, that's, a, that's an age-old problem that would be great to figure out how to solve, right? And uh, there's a lot of factors that go into it, but especially someone who's building a team or a brokerage that's hiring agents uh, or an agent themselves that's brand new or maybe in a slump right? And wants to kickstart things. So let's, let's find out. Let's, first of all, where are you today, Brandon? Like, I know you're in outside of Detroit, Michigan, not that way, but like how many houses did you sell last year? Yeah. Yeah. So we, um, my team, we, we do between 30 and 30, $35 million team year in, year out. That's kind of what we, that's what we do. And what's your uh, GCI or I like to say ECI on that? Yep. Yep. So it's uh, it's like eight fifty. Okay. And so what do you take home with that? So typically with my personal net, it's, it's about 350 ish. Okay. And so 
I assume that's, is that more than you were doing, doing loans? Yes, absolutely. Okay. So that's definitely a step up. All right. And what's your team look like? Yeah. So I'm still listing and selling property. Um, I've got three other agents that one works on some listings with myself and then other two are just focused 100% on buyers and we have two administrative staff. So it's small, close knit, and we try to stay uh, highly productive. Highly productive. Yeah. And sometimes I find that's, that's where the biggest profit margin is. It looks like your profit margin is like 45% or so. Yep. You know, once you start dishing out listings to other people, obviously that cuts into the profit margin significantly unless you're paying them 10, 15, 20, 25%, and unless you're in a high sales price range. What's your average sale price there? 200. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. Makes a lot of sense. Okay. So let's talk about your first year. You came in there, it just went straight out of the gate, sold 116 homes. How did you do that? Yep. So let me walk your audience kind of through step-by-step what I did specifically. So they've got some tangible takeaways. Number one thing, I mean, I was very lucky, Pat, because uh, my entire career in the mortgage business was spent on the phones um, prospecting. That's how we grew our business. Now, we grew it through internet leads with the mortgage business. Um, I'm going to talk about lead generation in the real estate industry here in just a second. So call it lucky, call it, I had a leg up, call it what you will. I was very fortunate to have that experience for six years on the phone. I, I always tell people I was, I was raised on the telephone sales game. That's how I was raised. And so transitioning into real estate sales, it was very. It was a very natural progression into that sales arena. So, so the. So when you say you were raised, you mean in, that's how you got your mortgage business? Is you cold called real estate agents? No. So we called. So we went right after internet leads in the, on the mortgage side. So we went right after online refis, online purchase leads. We did not call agents at all. Okay. So, so the first thing that I did is before I was even licensed, I got a coach. I got a coach because I, uh, I knew what to do in my business, Pat, before I even have a, had a license because I understood I was uh, still in the sales business because I think one of the challenges I see for a lot of people running into this industry is I think they're getting into it for the wrong reason. They don't understand they're getting into a sales business. So I got myself a coach. That was step number one. The other thing that I had going for me, Pat, was I, ha- I went into the business and I had money. And I knew that I had to focus on dollar productive activities. And, you know, you know I, didn't rec- I don't recommend this for everybody, but I had a full-time assistant from the day I was licensed. Wow. Uh, okay. Good stuff. So, I like everything you said so far. So it makes <laughs> sense. So, so listen, if you're starting out or, you know, you, you want to hyper-focus and catapult your business to do 116 units, you know, within 12 months from wherever you are now, get a full-time assistant, one, A, B, Focus on dollar productivity. Why don't you fill everybody in what that means? Yeah. So there are um, what we call income producing activities and income servicing activities. So as an example, just so the audience is clear, uh, income producing activities is prospecting for new business, negotiating contracts, going on appointments, doing price reductions, all of the thing that has a direct correlation to generating a commission check. Those are the things that we've got to spend our time on. I think the problem is most real estate agents do everything in their power to not do those things because they're uncomfortable. They're hard. Uh, it takes a lot of skill. It takes a lot of, you have to go through a lot of pain. My recommendation is that w- that's all we spend our time on. 
And then income servicing things are things like, you know, uh, getting signatures on, on uh, documentation, you know, dealing with and coordinating showings and inspections and appraisals and working with the lenders and title company, all of those things that are non-dollar productive, uh, like we just talked about before, my recommendation is that you have an administrative person do those things, or you will find yourself as your own administrator doing 10, 12, $13 an hour work. Yeah, absolutely. I love it, right? You either are an assistant or you hire an assistant, you know, one or the other. That's it. You know, I had, you a, mentor, yeah, I had a mentor used to say, you either clean your toilets or you hire somebody to clean your toilets. <laughs> yep, that's right. You know, that's interesting. It's the same thing at home. You know, if you're going to cut your grass. So I don't have a huge lot here in Michigan, but my lot's probably, I think it's about a little over half an acre, Pat. And it, it cost me $35 a cut. Now, if I were to cut my lawn, it's going to take me an hour and a half to do that. So to your point, I think you nailed it. I'm not going to go do that for $35. You know what I mean? It just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I haven't cut my lawn in 25 years and it wasn't always, you know, a financial decision. It was just a productivity. You know what I mean? I'd rather be in my house, you know, playing with my kids. And if I'm not, then working, you know, if, you know, if I'm not building relationships, then building money, building something else. All right. So let's get into some nitty gritty. Talk me through, you know, what you did step by step rather than just throwing out a cliche, hey, be dollar productive, which I appreciate. And I appreciate hiring the assistant. But what if someone wants to write down like a five step process or a process of, you know, how Brandon went from zero to hero, you know, what would that be? What would they write down? Yep. So uh, step one was design a business plan that is listing focus. And I'm going to get into the nitty gritty in just a second. So a business plan that has all of your prospecting efforts. And if you're going to spend money, spending that money, time, and effort generating listings. So that's step one, building a business plan around that. As a member of the Rockstar Nation, you may have noticed that every guest that comes on the show now is required to bring with them a free tool, an item of utility that real estate agents can use to drastically increase their sales and profits. Some of the things that have been brought have been eBooks, forms, reports, negotiating techniques, hiring guides, postcards, checklists, open house secrets, newsletters that are sent out, sphere of influence forms, referral request forms, and the list goes on and on. If you would like to get this free toolbox full of items of utility, simply go to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox. That's hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or simply text toolbox to 444-999. That's toolbox to 444-999. Step two was getting someone to handle all of the non-dollar productive activities. And then number three, which I haven't had a chance to just yet, was I also had a full-time buyer's agent from day one. That was my three-person team. That's what I had my first 12 months in the business because focusing on listings really protected my return on time. And I delegated all of my buyer business to a buyer's agent because I needed to focus on listings. So that 116 those were all listings, Pat. So that wasn't even our buyer business wow. that came from that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's even better, right? I mean, okay. So, do so let's tell. keep going. 
Yeah. yeah. So that was my personal production. So what I did was, um, and I've got my notes right here, but I focused on going after a niche where I knew for certain, Pat, that the person was selling. So some of these things your audience is going to be very familiar with. Some of these things I think that they will hear for the first time. So uh, when I spent my time and effort prospecting for sellers, I, I needed to have, I needed to know for certain that those, that that demographic was selling their home for sure. So my number one source of business was for sale by owners. Um, to me, it was the easiest way to get listings the fastest. Followed by for sale by owners, I did some expired listings, which those are, are far and few between these days. I, I focus on absentee owners. Now, a couple new ones that I think people aren't used to is I have an assisted living niche. What I found, Pat, was after talking with sales managers at these assisted living firms, that 90% of their tenants moving into assisted living facilities had a home to sell. And the problem for the sales manager was I can't, me, the sales manager at the assisted living firm, I can't convert these because these damn homes have to be sold. So Brandon, the real estate agent comes in and saves the day. He takes that off the plate. So that was another niche that there is zero competition at all in the real okay, estate. So let's, let, let me stop you here because this is good. I mean, what I want to talk to you today about, among other things, is number one, that, right? How to, the step-by-step plan someone listening can get listings from the assisted living niche. And then we'll, we'll do absentee owners too, because, you know, FISBOs and expires are great, but they're cliches in that, you know, a lot of people do FISBOs and expires. You can get information on there everywhere you want on YouTube. So let's talk about these two things. People, people haven't heard about them as much or at, at all. Keep going on the assisted living. If, you, if I wanted to do this in my hometown of Tupelo, Mississippi, how do I do it? What do I do from day one? Yeah, so, I, so the cool thing about these leads, and everyone's got a different definition of a lead, but uh, you can, in any community, in any city, pad across the country, get every, every uh, assisted living facility uh, contact information for free. So if you Googled in your city right now, Pat, uh, assisted living, whatever county you live in, uh, your county website will provide you the uh, name of the company, and their contact information to the sales manager, and they'll put it all in a PDF for you to just hit file, print. Imagine that. So you, we don't pay anything for those leads. That's step number one. Okay, so that, but you, you're there you're getting the property manager or whatever, or the manager. Sales so manager. What do you yep. do with that? Can you explain yep. me through yep, that? I'm going to walk you through it. You got it. So now that I've got the information, my approach with the sales managers of assisted living firms is uh, we, we designed a program that helps the sales manager convert more. And here's how it works. So the problem we always look for when we market or when we try to uh, go after a niche, we, we try to solve people's problems. The problem in assisted living for the person, the elderly person getting into assisted living are a couple things. Number one, there, a lot of the times those people have acquired many things in their home over the 30, 40, 50, 60 years that they've lived in their home. And they, a lot of times they don't know, they can't get rid of those things. So that's problem number one. I'm going to show you the solution here in just a second. Problem number two is they have all of their clothes and all of their stuff that they've got to move into the assisted living facility, right? And then problem number three is how do I sell this asset, which I need the money from this asset to pay for the assisted living facility. So those are the three problems for the person moving into the facility. 
On the facility side, the problem for the sales manager, which those are sales people, in order to hit their sales numbers, they've got to solve that problem. So that's where our program comes in. So for the people listening, we designed a program that uh, we, we charge, it's a 7% commission program, and we will take care of getting all of their junk out of their home. With We use a company called Got Junk, which I think is a, a national company. Yeah, 1-800-GOT-JUNK. Yeah. You got it. So we'll have all of their junk removed from the property. We will so do- you pay for this, right? You yes, charge them 7% and then, then you, out of that, you pay for 1-800-GOT-JUNK to come in. Okay. Yeah, you got oh, it. I like this. Keep going. Yep. And then we partnered with a local moving company who will come in and get all of their clothes out for the elderly person, move them all to the assisted living uh, firm for, for them. We'll get a professionally staged photograph, take care of the entire home sale. And we take that completely off their plate, take it off the sales manager's plate, make the entire process smooth, easy, non-painful. And that's why the sales manager will continue to refer us business deal after deal after deal because it helps them convert more business. Does that make wow. sense? And, and, and do you package this all in like a, a little flyer or something and call it a, a, a cute name? What, tell me about that. Yeah, so we, that's exactly what we've done. So we've got a presentation, I think it's, I don't know, 14 or 15 slides that we've got professionally designed. And we literally just call it our assisted living program, uh, taking the pain out of your move, right? And so, because it's so painful for, you know, I don't know, um, a lot of people that are moving their parents into these assisted living, uh, living firms, there's a lot of pain there for them. So we take all of their out-of-pocket expenses off their plate. We take the entire process off their plate. We handle the entire thing. Sales managers love it. The people moving into the uh, facilities love it. And it's a really good niche that I think any agent can go after from day one. Yeah. And then they don't have to come up with the cash up front because they're paying it on the back end. You got uh, it. So it makes it even more easier. I love that. That's, uh, that's really good. Okay. So now let's talk about absentee owners. How do, you, how do you attack those? Yeah. So absentee owners, I think a good takeaway, Pat, for your audience is I think they all need to find a great list provider. There are list brokers out there. That's all they do. So InfoUSA is a great one. Info, InfoUSA.com. PioneerDataSolutions.com is another one. What these companies are, are data companies. And what their specialty is, is finding any type of demographic. So as an example, you can, with these companies, tell them, Pat, I'm looking for people that have been in their house for over 10 years. They want to, I want them to be over 60 years old. I want them to be in their home, their homes to be worth X, Y, and Z. And they'll give you that list. So what I did and what in my experience is most people, let's define what an absentee owner is for the, for the audience. An absentee owner is someone who owns a property and it's not their primary. So it's a rental or it's a property they've inherited from a family member. So what I find is that a lot of absentee owners don't want to be landlords. Actually, the majority I find it's too big of a headache. They're not into the real estate investing business. They're just doing it for whatever reason because they couldn't sell their home when they tried to sell it in the past. And so we get that list from our list broker and we get their cell okay, phone. Wait a minute. You get that list from your list broker. Who's your list broker? We use Pioneer Data Solutions. Pioneer Data Solutions. And is that PioneerDataSolutions.com? Yep. And they, and they basically just give you a list of every absentee owner and whatever zip code or area you request. And you pay you for that. It. Yep. Okay. And then, then what do you do? You mail them a letter. What does the letter say? Do you call them? What do you say on the phone? Give me some specifics. Yep. So 
all of our prospecting efforts are based over the phone. So our absentee strategy, everything we do is over the phone. So Pat, if you were an absentee owner and you're on my list and I've got your cell phone number from my list provider, I would say, uh, hey Pat, it's Brandon. I'm a local realtor. I see that you own the home on 123 Main Street. Is that a rental property of yours? No, my dad lived there. He passed away and I got to get out there, but I'm three hours from there and just been busy, you know, got four kids myself and just anyway. So no, I haven't decided whether I'm going to rent it or sell it. Yeah, totally get it. And so what's interesting, Pat, is a lot of the people that I speak to who have inherited properties, what, what they don't know is that the market has continuously gone up. And I think for the most part, people would like to sell those properties cash in so they can move forward with their life. Is that kind of what you're thinking? That would be easiest. So one of the things that we do, we specialize in helping people who have and own properties just like yourself that are not primary homes. I'd love to actually see the home, talk about how we can get you top dollar for the property, put that money in your pocket so you can move on with your life. Fair enough? Okay, sure. Yeah. You know, there's a key. Then uh, The neighbor has a key if you want to run over there and uh, I can tell her to give it to you and you can look at it. Yeah, that'd be great. I'll check out the house and then I'll plan on touching base with you in the next couple of days or so. You and I can walk through a plan that makes the most financial sense for you. And if we decide to work together, great. If not, that's okay too. But I think for a lot of people in your situations, and I want to put uh, you know words in your mouth, but for a lot of people in your place, just like I said, they would they just want to get it over with. They want to get the house on the market, get it sold for top dollar and move forward. So- yeah. Now that would be lucky in that, you know, you would catch me between the death and the, and the, the time that I've gotten over there. Let's just say, and this is happening more and more, you know, we have more single family home rentals now than I believe any time in history. So yep. let's, ta- let's say now that, you know, you get me and it is a rental, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yes, it, yes, Brandon, it's, it's, a, it's a rental. I rent it out. So let me ask you this. A lot of people that I talk to that are in your shoes, they don't want to be in the real estate investing world. They would rather sell the home. And just so that you know, Pat, the market is up 20% since the time you've owned it. I'm just curious, is the plan to continue to rent the property or would you rather cash out and move on with your life? Well, yeah, certainly if I wanted to cash out, I would just put it up for sale. But um, what do you think I can get? Yeah, uh, great question. So why don't we do this? Why don't you invite me over? I'd love to actually see the home. I don't know if your tenant's okay with that. And then you and I can discuss what the property will sell for, how much you'd put in your pocket when it's all said and done. And then that way you can make the best decision for yourself. Fair enough? Can you just contact the tenant direct? And uh, if I give you the number and just let me know? Yeah, no problem. I'd love to. As a member of the Rockstar Nation, you may have noticed that every guest that comes on the show now is required to bring with them a free tool, an item of utility that real estate agents can use to drastically increase their sales and profits. Some of the things that have been brought have been ebooks, forms, reports, negotiating techniques, hiring guides, postcards, checklists open house secrets, newsletters that are sent out, sphere of influence forms, referral request forms, and the list goes on and on. If you would like to get this free toolbox full of items of utility, simply go to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox. That's hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or simply text toolbox to 444-999. That's toolbox to 444-999. 
Okay, so basically what I'm finding, uh, what you're doing here, Brendan, is you're just basically, you know, the calling them is more important than what you say. You, right? just, you just nailed it. You nailed it. I mean, everyone always keeps asking me, yeah, what do you say? What do you send them? What do you do? What, it's less about that. It's more about just focusing on the right people. Okay. All right, cool. So what else is new and exciting that you're doing to uh, make money? Or what else is new and exciting that you're doing to make your team and yourself more efficient as far as software? phone apps, things like that. Yeah. So we, we focus heavily on our database system. Okay. So our database system is super, super simple. The goal of real estate sales is to yes, get now business, but to build a real business is to build that database for consistent long-term referrals. I think everyone would agree with what I just said. Now the system around that, that we have is very, very, very simple. Number one, we send everyone in our database and we use, Pat, we use exactcontact.com as our CRM. Exactcontact.com. Now, why do you use exact contact? There's a million CRMs. Tell me about that one. Yeah. And so to your point earlier, I think it's less about, you know, the specific CRM that we use and it's more important that you actually use the one that you have. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. So, you know, there's no reason I could use any, it doesn't even matter. I think we're, this, this industry is overthinking everything. You know, talk to me about that's funny because I I talked to so many guys on the show or guys and gals on the show that have created their own CRMs, like hundreds of thousands of dollars that are launching a CRM. And I think, you know, does the, the industry really give a crap? you know, about all the little intricacies of a CRM or they just want the CRM to, you know, not lose all these very valuable phone numbers. I mean, uh, talk to me about that. Yeah. So I think think it's a major, major challenge in the industry right now where people are in analysis paralysis, wanting everything in their business to be perfect. And I think what's happening is there is so much information out there. It's almost information overload that we are obsessed with information. And when we know what we're supposed to be doing, but we get so caught up in building a CRM because it makes us feel busy, but we're not being productive. And so I think that's an obsession. I think it's an addiction uh, with social media and our phones and all the the stuff that we're obsessed with. I think um, people are looking for reasons, Pat, to not be productive. That's my opinion. And they're trying to do anything they can possibly do to get out of prospecting. Yeah, it's kind of like, <laughs> it's kind of, you know, and I, I understand this. It's kind of like, you know, when you know you should be prospecting and it takes you an hour to pull the expireds and write oh the my numbers gosh. on each printout and, you know, set it all up and do it all up when really all you should be doing is picking up the phone and calling and making the call. And so you're saying the same holds true with CRM and, and, and you just want it for the basics. Okay, keep going. So what else? Yeah, so here's what we do. The, our database system super simple. Ready? It's... uh. It's ultra complicated, so make sure you're writing notes. I'm just kidding. It's super simple. We send one email a week that's educational-based through video. We believe video is the way that we need to be communicating with the people that we care about. So one email goes out every single week to everybody in our database based on educational content. What type of educational content? We do things that we get questions on every single day. Pat, what affects my my home's value? Pat, when's the best time to sell? Pat, what's an EMD? How does that work? Pat, how much should I offer on a home? So on and so forth. All of the topics that we get asked every single day as a real estate agent, we turn around and make a two to three minute video that gets out to every single prospect, past client, center of influence, 
Every single person that's in that database gets an email from us once a week. That's number one. Number two, we send a piece of uh, direct mail of value to every single person in our database. And we use the personalmarketingcompany.com. They'll do the entire thing for you. They'll put it on automation. They'll write all the content for you. You don't and have this to do is it. A, this is like a newsletter, like recipe and stuff or what? Nah, I mean, not, you know, it's actually um, what's going on in the market today. It's, it's uh, tips on what you should be doing to winterize your home or getting ready for springtime. So valuable homeowner information. And it's, it, to your point earlier, I think it's less about what's on that. Yeah. It's more so about people in the database seeing your, your face. face and your name is on it. And that's really all you care because they're going to trash it. But they look so nice that they probably don't trash it right away. You know, probably wait a day or two, but at the end of the day, it ends up in the trash can, right? Um, it's but, consumer perception. They, yeah. they see me and they think, you know, geez, dude, you must be famous or you must be this thing. And they put you on a pedestal because they see you all the time and they think you're this big time marketer. And, and um, you know, it's just playing to consumer perception. And I think that's more about what it is more so than what it says on line item three on, on the back page. <laughs> that's awesome well this has been incredible Brandon I really appreciate all the meat and potatoes here I appreciate you coming in and giving websites and giving exact places to go and, and exact things that people can grasp today there must have been 10 of them mentioned on here I'm going to put as many as we can on hybendigital.com Brandon uh, let's uh, I'll go ahead and put your full name Mulherin why don't you spell your last name it's M-U-L-R-E-N-I-N or you could go to the search bar on the website, hybendigital.com, and type in Brandon. And there's only been three or four different Brandons on the show. And you'll see him as the first one because he's the latest. So, Brandon, everybody that comes on the show donates a PDF or something specific to our agent toolbox where agents can go and open up the toolbox and get many things inside that all of our guests have donated and put together. And we have tools from all over the world in this box. What, uh, what can you give us today that we can add to the agent toolbox? Yeah, so I will give the entire audience my full listing presentation. This has, I hired a professional designer. Um, not only is it designed beautifully and they can use it as a template because I'll give it to you in a, in a PowerPoint so your audience can uh, use it, take it, steal it. But I've designed it in such a way, Pat, well, it should help your audience convert a lot more of their listing appointments than to sign contracts. That's awesome. Well, I appreciate it. That's very generous. And I will put all of that at hybendigital.com backslash Brandon Mulherin. And uh, also, you can get it by going to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or texting the word toolbox to 444-999. Brandon, thanks so much for coming on today. Best of luck to you outside of Detroit. And if I'm ever in that area, I will definitely look you up and we'll break some bread. My man, thank you so much. It's an honor to be here. I'm, uh, I'm truly glad to be of service. Thank you for turning into Real Estate Rockstars. Please subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you may be listening. If you haven't already, please give us a review. I don't care whether it's a one-star review or a five-star review. We eat feedback for breakfast and we need your reviews. Also, the more reviews we get, the better our guests become. Thanks again for listening and find me on social media simply by typing in my name. I'm Pat Hyben and keep rocking.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.